0: welcome back everybody you're listening to cut the shit a podcast series that aims to take a closer look at the impact of the it industry both the good and the bad cut the shit is brought to you by plow networks a managed it services company based just outside nashville tennessee i'm brian link evp of products and services here at plow and i'll be your host for this series I'll ask questions, and with the help of our guests, try to dig deep on some of the key challenges we all face dealing with IT. So with that, let's cut the shit and get started. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of Cut the Shit After Hours. Um, unlike our other After Hours episodes, uh, this one does not come to you on an anniversary or um, a big change in the, uh, in the news cycle or the markets that we wanted to talk about and pontificate on. Uh, we come today to tell a story. Um, And fortunately, it's a story with a happy ending, but it started out or really got to a point where it could have turned into a potential, I won't say nightmare, but a very bad situation for uh, our company Plow Networks. Uh, As many of you know, uh, hopefully you've been listening to the podcast. We've had a number of issues or or excuse me, episodes that have dealt with security uh, over the past three, four months. We've covered cybersecurity insurance. Uh, We've talked about uh, ransomware. We had, um, you know, an expert on about talking about security specifically. Uh, We've got another one coming down the pike um, in the near future to dig in on exactly what is ransomware. So, you know, this is obviously an important issue for businesses to deal with, particularly it tends to fall into the technology bucket. Although, as we'll get into today, it isn't necessarily that technology heavy. Uh, in most instances, and I think the story we'll tell today um, covers that, and it has to do with uh, a potential fraud that Plow uh, experienced in the past couple of months, and which we were almost we were all, we were almost had. Um, it, it was very very close. And so, what I thought we would do today is uh, Brian Law and Cameron Plato are with me again as usual. Brian was the point person uh, on this particular. I'm going to use the word deal uh lightly or loosely since it wasn't really a deal but that was that was sort of how it started out and it's a particularly interesting form of social engineering that uh, these guys used um very very low tech but also very uh pretty sophisticated and and again almost almost very effective so you know with that um to get us started i've got a, a timeline and some notes but i thought what i'd do uh, let's go ahead and let Brian just give kind of a quick overview of the situation from his perspective, kind of going back to the beginning, and then I'll walk. I'll, I'll start to lob some questions in around the timeline as yeah. you as you go.
1: We're not uh, protecting the
2: names of the innocent. Are we? we probably won't say the name of the company.
0: Yeah, we'll leave the company's we'll just, name out. They so, were they so, were an innocent bystander a, anyway. So John so. Doe.
2: Yeah, yeah, the company was a large international manufacturing company that had a presence in the United States. And yeah, when I say yeah. large, I mean very, very large, like recognizable name. And,
1: and that was an early
2: oddity too. That yeah, like why? why it was us? like wow. Well, if
1: you remember, it was a referral. Yeah, so they,
2: they had oh, it was they, a web form.
1: They it was came. A web form, yeah, man. they they filed, filled out a web form. So there we got go. a we got a web form entry
0: um early
1: maybe the first of february february 1st okay. 2022 maybe the first of february
2: how about that forensic reporting over here with yes the link. i
0: happen to have uh the timeline in front of me so i'll check your dates That's so every
2: cool. time you say something he's going to correct you with the. i'm current. not going to say another day because <laughs> i want to like i went back to february you tell 1st me when that happened. Yeah. yeah exactly
1: so um we we got this referral uh through a web form and um we immediately obviously looked those things up and check them out and the, it was odd that the company was so big internationally, but they had this presence in the Northeast. Um, that seemed like it made sense. Well, and it was odd
0: in the sense that it wasn't our natural market, but we also thought, well, we'll get on the phone with it. We assumed it was yeah. we assumed it was, was legitimate, yeah. right? So we'll get on the phone with them and find out. How did they? How did they get to us? Right. I think that was one of the initial questions yeah. that you guys wanted to know.
1: And, and the answer was, and I would say we did check LinkedIn just to make sure there were some people there, and they mm-hmm. were. Um, and then, um, what was the question? What did you ask me?
0: Talk about how we got going. No, no.
1: Before, <laughs> I mean, before that, I went totally tell us
2: right the story. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was just trying to get us how it got yeah, started.
1: So getting get setting up the call was the next step of the process, and because they, you had a little bit of a the, spidey sense. Yeah.
2: That's, it was just,
1: it was like, let's rule it out, right? It. And and the answer to the referral was, we went to Cisco's page and saw you guys listed as a partner of Cisco's. Mm-hmm. And what we didn't dig into enough was why Cisco would have us listed as an MSP, because we don't talk about MSP really with Cisco generally. Mm-hmm. And he said that he reached out to seven or eight Cisco partners that were presented as MSPs, and we just kind of rolled with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they were quickly game to get on a phone call and uh, and talk through like what they wanted. They were two clear, days later. Yeah, they were clear in what they wanted. Uh, it was there was an equipment piece of it um, for the end users. And then there was uh, a second phase, which was some infrastructure, network, uh, refresh type stuff. Uh, we talked a little bit um, about connectivity and things were broken out in those phases and when we got on the call, the initial call uh, was explained expressed to us that the first phase was going to be a hardware refresh. And was it
0: just one person on the call? It was. Okay. It Was just one person. And and That's, this individual identified himself as director of IT. Director of IT. Yeah. And did he talk the game? I mean, you were on the call. What what was your takeaway?
1: Actually, wasn't on the first call.
0: Josh was. Josh was our on the first sales call. operations yeah. person. So okay. Josh
1: Josh ran the first call and did some basic level uh, discovery brought that back and said hey here's what I've here's what they've presented me and we said okay let's let's have an next call um, we immediately started looking at um, into working with our distributors you know to determine you know how much inventory there was if right. at all Because um, was a
2: fairly substantial <clears throat> equipment purchase it was gonna
1: be 300 devices and they were gonna buy them hundred, a hundred, a hundred. I think is if I remember right, is how it was going to go down. There
2: were a couple thousand bucks a pop too, if I recall. Like they were. Oh yeah. It was no, a six no, figure. It was a yeah, six yeah. figure
1: deal. Three hundred thousand yeah. dollar front end deal. Right. Like the, for, the, for, the first for the very wave. first wave. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and so I'd say at that point probably nothing seems too suspicious. Though. That's a pretty typical deal cycle, yeah. and you know, kind of ask, and the fact that they're engaging. So yeah, nothing would have triggered me to be that's odd. And then the uh,
1: something that w- something that was odd, but the way you framed it up. Kind of covered, and they and I felt like every time they exposed something, they had something to kind of cover it back up, and they then they handled it better. Um, was that the fact that they wanted us to be on site to do all end user implementation? Like that was an SOW they wanted from the very beginning, and we were like, why? Why would you want? Us to, why would you want us to do that? Like there's an ex- so we made the decision to present them an expense of us doing it here, mm-hmm. like we typically do, and us doing it on site, and there was a obviously a large spread between those two and still chose to do it on site stating that they had dealt with some ransomware um, so they're playing they're trying to rob us playing the card of how they've been victims right and but again that jives with a lot of the conversations sure. we have right now right. and that was the reason for the refresh too is because we're just we're doing a reboot and we're nervous about it we don't want anybody sending us stuff anybody touching our stuff that's not right sitting right here in front of us so again, we're like, okay, these guys are paranoid. I mean, to a whole nother
0: level. Um, but
1: I mean, it's something we can do.
0: And so, you know, I know one of the things that we would normally do in that situation is talk to them about, uh, you know, their CSP relationship, Office 365 licensing. I assume that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, is this when you got involved? Were it you was. on the call at this point? Yeah, it okay. was. So, and you asked for that. And, and what was their response at that they,
1: point? They said that they were familiar with NCE, New Commerce Experience. And that, that, that was already being handled in present state with their current MSP, who was also their CSP, and that they were just going to go month to month. They understood that the pricing was higher, um, but they were going to go month to month, and they wanted to do that as a part of the network infrastructure refresh. So they're going to, again, they went back to, we want to buy devices first, right, and then we'll go from there. And
0: again, well, at this point, not that's still... I mean, looking back on it, maybe it's a little odd, but not really. I yeah. mean, I we, we, well, see
2: some of the behavior around policy procedure. You know, they're an ISO certified the, the company they claim to be was an ISO certified company, so there are there are some fairly rigid protocols that sure. you have to follow in terms of you know, just engagement style and you know what you do. Maybe coming on site to do deployment—that all makes sense. Yeah. So it, it did it did substantiate some of the requests. So this
0: was you were on the phone call. So what was your take on the, the gentleman who was uh, the supposed director of IT?
1: Um, you know first of all, he stood us up a couple of times there was there was a challenge in getting things locked down on the calendar, and our guys um had started to kind of get frustrated the engineering resources we had bringing to the call to start talking about the man in services started getting frustrated with it he he joined a call like twenty minutes late one time and but here's another odd thing you know there's a number listed in his signature. I called that number, and I got him and it was like what are you doing and he sounded like he was walking around like kind of a, a warehouse floor and which that made sense too mm-hmm, based sure. on what they did and he made a comment that he was having trouble he'd been having trouble with his calendar and things coming through and it, it was i mean it was enough to be like man something's not right like something just doesn't feel 100 percent right here um but, did, but was possible. it enough at that point? Yeah, did, did,
0: do you remember nah. saying anything?
1: No. I, I, I think that we, I think from the very beginning, there was a little bit like, this is weird this thing has come to us. You know, because yeah, that's... It's, it's, it's almost too good to be true. Like, we, we haven't had that kind of referral just dropping our lap at this point. Right. And uh, so I think there was, I mean, I'll, I'll give Josh credit. Josh, from the very beginning, was like, man, I just feel like, I don't know. <clears throat> I feel like something's a little off, but not enough to ever stop moving things forward. And again, I think a lot of that comes back to the fact that anytime it felt a little unstable, they stabilized it. You know, and it made you feel like,
0: oh, okay. Yeah. You know. So it's now, I mean, we're not long. We're 10 days after initial engagement, right? You've had a second phone call. Yeah. Um, you've talked to the guy. Some things seem weird, but. Certainly not enough to be like, you certainly didn't think it was fishy to the point where you would disengage or yep. try, to, try to, you know, do something about it. So what happens next? Where do we go from here?
1: Josh uncovers the fact the equipment they've asked for is, I don't know if it's completely outdated, but it's not the newest. And he lets them know that, hey, this is, gives them a different skew and walks them through uh, that process and you know they reply back and they're super thankful for the catch and um, really that was probably the first time at, th- at this point we're envisioning that we're against five or six or seven different people right, right. I mean it's not just a hey yeah, you seem it's, it's a bake-off it's, right yeah for sure and for the first time they use some buying language um in their in their return reply like hey thank you for catching this nobody else did you know, great job, kind of a deal, and I don't remember exactly what they said, but they said something that made you think that. I remember Josh and I have an exchange going, "That's a pretty good sign." Yeah, that, right. We're well, if Harry's you recall, group. that was about.
2: Wasn't that the time that they they said, "Hey, we need to kind of get you set up in a purchasing." It was. Yeah, uh, you know, that was going to be it was my right, next question it was right around after the
0: that. sort of the paperwork that, that followed. That led to that,
1: and and then again, that was one of those. That was one of those weird things, but also. Go back to the type of company they are and the size that they are. Felt it's big company. Like, we got our crap together. Yeah. Like well, we don't well, mess around with this kind of stuff and I, yeah, I mean, to a point where we even made kind you and I made comments like we we need to button this piece of our stuff up. Yeah,
2: so it was very formal. It was a you know, and, and we've dealt with ISO regulated organizations before. So, you know, there is a formality in getting set up in the procurement system. And you know, they there was a behavior like code of conduct, uh, you know, the the traditional like kind of anti fraud uh uh, the irony but the anti-fraud and uh sort of uh you know integrity uh you know statements and all these sort of, sort of things you had to attest to and sign and send back to the procurement department of course it's all branded as that customer and yep. those points of contact are all listed and you know everything everything's on still the up bad and up. yeah uh, so so you know we went through that process we went through the process of you know establishing a line of credit for them and all that sort of mess uh, if you will and, uh, Oh well, there you go. That's, Got it. That. So, yeah. so, so again, again all, all all signs leading to a legitimate transaction, a legitimate organization, you know, everything sort of checks the box other than just gut feel. Right? Yeah.
0: So when I look at the timeline, we sort of jump to March from here. So there's almost a a month delay. So what what precipitated the delay, Brian, other than, you know, was it not something we couldn't get our own act together or what was there what what happened to because it sounds like the, the, i mean these deals don't normally move super super fast right i mean yeah. you would assume it would take some time
1: yeah um some of it was on us um i, w- I will say that like i was never in a hurry with it yeah you know, which is a, uh, which is another sign like i was never really trying to jam it through the, the our channels you
2: you had mentioned to me that you th- not uncertain terms. I mean, just you felt like something was weird about yeah. it. And you're like, so you're like, oh, this guy's just not. Something doesn't seem right. And so I think that was some of the, the kind of dragging our feet a little bit. And, um. Well, and
0: I remember having, I remember being in this because I said, we don't just sell equipment. That's not really what we do right. here. Like, what are, what are we doing about managing those devices? Yeah. Or, you know, and and I know there was some. I guess there was some pushback from them on that. They didn't want to sign up for that or do that, right? And, and we, so
1: and that's when we drew along in the sand and said, We're not managing, I mean, we're going to manage these devices, we're not doing the deal. Like you can't just you can't just buy this from us. Right. And at that point, it's it's almost like it kind of shifted. And it was like, no, we intend to. Like, you know, and that, so that created kind of the next steps of pulling the engineers together to make sure that we had everything we needed to provide our managed services quotes. I think that's probably the time period, actually, where he missed a couple of calls. I think that probably dragged some things out at that okay. point. Um, I'm intentionally really not pushing it because I'm still feeling like, you know, there's something there. Uh, I do remember saying, like, I don't want to put a lot of time into this deal. Right.
0: I mean, it wasn't um, – I mean, this is not our target customer, no. right? I mean, I think that's important. They didn't know that. But that – I mean, we're we're not a – we're not a value-added reseller. We don't just sell laptops to people. That's right. not. We can sell you laptops, but that's not what we do. Right. Right. And so, the only reason we were probably even interested—if it had been a deal for 15 laptops—we wouldn't have. We would yes. have said no. It just was happened to be big enough that it, you know, because we'd made good money on yeah. it. Yeah. So. Um, so. Where along? Okay, so we we draw the line in the sand, and they acquiesce. I guess right. They
1: come in. They're like, yeah, we're just get us the get us the service order, get
2: us the proposal.
0: So and now they've we, changed. They've changed their tune. To
2: and it the went point too of fast. being involved in pre sale, like I mean, there was there was like technical pre sales conversation and all that sort of thing, and they gave us answers. I mean, they were engaged. They not
1: only okay. gave us answers when we couldn't get, and there was there was that piece too. I'm glad you just brought that up. Is the director of IT. We felt like this gentleman should have been able to give us more information based on what was being managed today because there was allegedly an MSP in place. He should know, right, yeah. And there were things he couldn't tell us to a point where Zach said that he would feel more comfortable if he would provide a contract. And I pushed back on Zach originally, the current contract, and I said, hey, we don't have that kind of relationship to ask for that. And he did he asked for it anyway, rolled the dice and
2: not, he, not to get monetary elements, no, 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 no. Just, just to understand what was being what was being, what was being managed today.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we told him to to, to cancel that. all that out. And he did. Like he just showed us the services. And but he but he provided it very, very quickly. He provided like, a a the, supposed contract what was, that he was under. Yeah, allegedly the current MSP's contract. Right. And I mean, we're like, Okay, these guys are I mean, we've killed them on this deal. Like they, they love us. We're—we're mm-hmm. we, we awesome. Like I mean, every time we, we rebuttal something, they just—they just fold and give yeah. it to us. Like, this is too Perfect. easy. Yeah.
2: But but I mean, not that uncommon at the same time. Yeah.
0: I mean, it could happen. It's not. It would. You know. Again, no one at this point. No one had said this feels fraudulent at this no. point. Nobody. Nobody had uttered that word. No. Okay. So we're at late March. You know, March twenty second, twenty third, somewhere in that range. And I guess it looks like the 24th they sent over a purchase order and, and signed the documents for managed services and device config, right. Yeah. And,
1: and the implementation, the crazy implementation for the
0: SOW to do the devices. Well we'll get to, we'll, we'll get to why that didn't matter. <laughs> um, and so what was the first uh, there's a note in here about something that Josh noticed, but to tell me about what Josh's is first the first inclination or sort of the first domino to fall.
1: Um, they changed the delivery location, I believe.
2: Is it, was that yeah, right? Yeah, to a delivery location that was not to a warehouse, yeah, which it had been the previous destination. Had been the address been for the company listed, like you yeah, saw the whole time. it. we had gone out. And, yeah,
1: I mean, even when I, I mean, like even when you go out and Google the look, the look, the picture is suspect. Yeah, the the building like it kind of looks different. Like once you started really drilling into yeah. it, but. That that was the that was the hey Brian, um, they want to move the location. They don't. They want these to sit in a warehouse until it's time for us to f- basically fly outside. in yeah. and do the implementation. And I was like, little
2: hmm, last minute Here comes the, here yeah, comes the banana,
1: potential banana in the tailpipe right, right here. Right? Exactly. <laughs> we've, we've been thinking yeah. it might might exist. Yeah,
0: well, and there was a difference in quantity somewhere along the line yeah. too, right? Yeah. That, that was another. Changed. Yeah, that, that was another change. Um, and who started doing LinkedIn research was this was this you yeah, okay so now your spidey senses were full were flying okay they're
1: flying I did two things Um, I went back to the website again or actually back to the web just looking at the locations because that had bothered me um, LinkedIn it was there's just no following a couple of these guys didn't exist which is which is odd because these guys are real guys. Like they really used, right. they used real names uh, inside this organization to pull this off. But where I really went, is I went back to the documents they sent over with all of the credit information. Um, because I'd never drilled into that. I just sent it over to sales operations and said, hey, they're, they're obviously gonna make our life a lot easier. And again, at that point, they hadn't necessarily chosen us. So it was right. just kind of like, they're, they're kind of getting ready. And as I started looking at the documents, um, I, I noticed a couple of words that were misspelled. I went back to the email that that had those six attached five or six attachments. The wording was not like the language was off. There was some run on stuff. Like it was, it started feeling more you know fishing fishy. Yeah, for
2: sure. organization. I mean, they're a German based company, so there was there, there was, was there, that. So to, they gave you a little bit of pause, and then maybe it got lost in translation somewhere. And know,
1: the guy that something. we were talking to didn't have. The best English from the very beginning, mm-hmm. right? So I was kind of given the, you know, but the the other thing that was odd about it is that email in this massive organization with the references and the credit and all, came directly from the CFO. The CFO sent the email himself, Correct. and I was That's like, it. man, that well, why yeah. would he? Yeah, there'd, be a, person, he there'd send be a purchasing that? person that yeah. would do that, yeah. Um, and then when I went out, and the, one of the other things that that we found was the CEO that was listed. On the reference form, well, as I went out to LinkedIn, hadn't been their CEO in for five years, or right. six years, or seven yeah. years. So now it's really starting to get get a little stanky. Mm-hmm. Like here we go. So
0: when when was the decision made to try to call the office immediately? Okay,
1: that, that all happened within an hour, two hours, and I called. Um, I found a number uh, online that was an eight hundred number for their for a larger entity. And then inside that 800 number, there was an 800 number for this subset. Um, so I called it because the number that we called from the credit forms was a disconnected number. Right. Right. And I said something even crazier. It was even crazier than that. Actually, I don't remember what it was. Um, so I get, I get to the, the actual IDR tree inside the right organization and put in the two names that we have, one that we've been talking to the entire time and the other of the CFO and I ring right to him. And the voicemail greeting that I get from the guy we we had dealt with the entire time was not the same person (laughs) that I had been talking to. Um, So then I turned and I had Josh also call and just make sure I wasn't crazy. And he was like, (laughs) the guy actually answered. He actually answered this time. And Josh said, hey. The real guy at the the, real company. The real guy at the real company.
0: The real VP of IT. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, he said, um, but us we have not put in we haven't had a conversation with you guys haven't put in an order with you guys and I think that he mentioned that was the second time this had happened with them so Amazing. so
0: they'd been a vehicle before for potential yeah. scam yep and so at that point I'm assuming we went dark
1: well <laughs> we had we had a lot of internal conversations about this well I know we had some strategies the about what that we should do yeah <laughs> Yeah. But
0: you you did talk to law enforcement, did you not? I did,
1: yeah. I called, uh, I've got a really good buddy at uh, the TBI. And Tennessee restarted. Bureau of Investigation, yep, for those yeah.
0: of us who are not from Tennessee. Um, world, Josh, we have a worldwide audience. Bro. Yeah, my okay. bad. Yeah.
1: Um, Josh had actually already filed a claim with the FBI.
0: Everybody knows what that okay. Yeah,
2: that is. That'd be the Federal <laughs> Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> In case you didn't know. Just making sure.
1: In the EIEI. No. And... Um, so I called, I called my buddy, and was kind of asking for some feedback about it. what to do, <laughs> what we should do, and what he thought about some of our plans. <laughs> and uh, while well, he thought they were amusing, he didn't think they, they were, were very good they were ideas. Really good ideas. Show them a box of snakes. <laughs> yeah. And he said that they'd been filed, and that you know what we had done was going to hopefully help somebody else ultimately. Yeah. Right. And the fact that they didn't get any money from us kind of locked it down, and there was there was really no.
0: And a real harm, no foul. Right. It an attempted fraud. It yes. wasn't an actual fraud. So, you know, kind of looking at it, doing a little bit of a, a breakdown, this was what I thought was interesting about it. You know, we, we live in a world of IT security, right? And we provide you know, identity and access management services. We sell multi-factor authentication. Um, We sell firewall devices for whitelisting and blacklisting and managing, you know, ingress and egress on networks. We have partners that have multimillion dollar security operations centers and uh, anti-DDoS software and all this. I mean, literally tens to hundreds of millions of dollars of investments tied up in security services to stop fraud, right? And these guys used a telephone and email and that's it and and, it. and, and a, well apparently a, you know a, a computer <laughs> right? to send to gin up fake word documents um that
2: and that's that's really all it was social engineering it was 100 percent social engineering most of the time that's your culprit and and you know if they weren't a little bit i mean those guys were not terribly sloppy if they weren't just that little bit sloppy yeah they could have very well pulled it off they could have
0: yeah, that's I mean, you think about it, when you go, but when you listen to that timeline, you walk through, there were a few little things that you said they kind of covered up, but like a couple things they made like mistakes. If I were to be a consultant to fraudsters, it'd be like, don't ever have a phone number that's that goes to disconnect it. I mean you can make all kinds of phone numbers go to vo- voicemails. I sure mean yeah. as any I mean Ferris Bueller taught us that, right? Yeah. All you got to do is have a phone call for the funeral home to answer when the principal calls, right? Yeah. I mean it's very it's a, simple, very simple thing to do. Not sure why they missed that particular one. Yeah. Um, exactly. So um and the emails, I mean like you said, the fact that they used an international company kind of helped cover maybe some of the you know a little bit of the English that wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um so I don't one of the, know one of
1: the things I think about from a cup that kind of solidified things was, we started thinking about, oh, they've only dialed into a bridge. There's only been a time, like, so they're, they're present. There was never any video. We always do Teams voice, you know, we're Teams meetings, right? He never came on video himself. Um, but then it, it kind of solidified again when I called the number that was listed in his email signature and I got him. Right, you know, because at that point, if that would have been off, and would be like, "Hey, this is this is crazy." Right. Well, they covered that. They right. covered that base. They did.
0: I, it was the, when you mentioned the credit documents. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, the one I was did. like,
1: "How hey, you missed that?" Yeah, you yeah. got everything else.
0: And the CFO light. thing might not have been an issue if there hadn't been other yeah. indicators along the way. You might have thought, "Well, maybe they just centralized it from him yeah. or something." You know, who knows? Um, I just think it's important. It was close. Yeah, I was I mean, going to say I think it it's did. important to point out how close we were yeah. to. Placing the order and, and going through with this, right? I mean...
1: And you think about one of the things that... Back to the social engineering piece. One of the things that I think is brilliant is attacking the sales and marketing arm of an organization. I Because mean, they, ha- yes. well, right. right. they, they want to say yes. Happier sales guys, man. That's right. They want to say yes.
0: Satisfy.
2: You
1: know, I, so. Hey, I got an order. I got a freebie, man. It yeah. just dropped in my lap. and yeah.
2: It's well played. I mean, yeah. I got to give them credit. Well played. Well For done. Sure. Um, thank God it didn't get us. But, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, you know, it's social engineering and is, is the, the number one culprit on, on almost any of this. It's the same with fishing. Yeah. A lot of fishing attacks, the exact same way. They just they play on a human, you know, nature. I, I still think we should have followed through with our response uh, plan. I mean, it would have been it so was good. it was a good one. We I mean,
0: probably we, we spent too many. much time on that, but
1: it was it was pretty clever. What was our intent? Maybe one day we
0: can share that. Yeah, okay. that's maybe a cut to shit after after hours be, for, for what we were going to put in that be box. Like three drinks in. Yeah, it just a, happens. yeah, they're, they're, it would be. It's probably not the right venue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, was you, it, it was brilliant. It The box yeah. would not have
1: had. Computers. computers in it? No, yeah. that's right. Or, or snakes? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of snakes. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like Whatever that. we <laughs> a lot of other fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. It. So, and a camera, <laughs> catch the reaction. That's right. Hey, that's right. Yeah, that's the, right.
2: um you know, we had a client the other day. If, I don't know if you guys, you were on the call, Brian. I think Law when uh, the customer had said, "Hey, you know, what do you what do you think is too much security uh, on the IT side? Yeah. Like, what, what do you think we should do? We've got a lot of proposals we're looking at. And they're they're you know bringing up all this." you know, these esoteric expensive options and all this stuff. And, you know, I think my comment to him was, uh, you know, you can obviously not have too much. I think there's, you know, within reason I was like, but the, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's awareness, it's education, it's training, it's the basics, it's the simplest things that prevent things. And yeah. just being, being aware. I mean, you know, if you're walking around happy, go lucky and not thinking anybody's out to get you at all, you're, it's a little bit of a Pollyanna kind of viewpoint on things. Like, you know, there, there's obviously a, uh a There are people out to get you at all times. Not to the point of you need to be paranoid, but you need to be mindful that maybe not everything's on the up and up. And uh, so,
0: yeah, because in this situation, I think about all of the things that that we provide to customers around security. None of it would have prevented this. The only thing that prevented this was discernment, like Mm -hmm. somebody figuring out this doesn't feel right. Like because it wasn't, you know. Now I don't know if you know. One thing I haven't dug in on, and I'd be interested to see. The email that they used looked like it came from the VP of IP uh, of IT, and but, the domain
2: name as well. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if they would breached their particular system, and it's not their production domain name. It's a domain name that is obviously they've spun a up. They've spun up. They've
0: on spun one. up a domain name that looks like very very similar, yeah. right? And, yes. and basically just created a, p- a parallel. That it which been. again, there's no way if someone if someone created, you know, plow with two W's dot net and that's available. I mean, they could do, they could make it look just like ours. Yeah, it's very easy. I mean, that's a terrible example, but you know what I mean. Like nothing we could do would stop that, other than potentially trying to look
2: for other domains that
0: might be kind of like ours. But that, in many ways, like this
2: q1w.net would be plausible somebody can get that value, right you know, um so. you know
0: or plow dot you know plow dash nashville yeah, yeah. you'd be like oh yeah we, we did that for i mean there's all kinds of reasons you could come up with yeah. for why you'd have a, se- a secondary yeah. domain so outside of that other than the email itself which they ginned up themselves there was nothing that i mean mfa had nothing to do with it you know mm-hmm. uh email scanning anti-phishing simulations none of, no. none of it
2: uh, other I mean,
0: than spidey senses i mean that's go- really go- all go- you all. got
2: I'm 100% sure that in my previous life, in a large, growing organization that hadn't, you know, the, the, your goal was to get out and sell stuff, that transaction would have gone through. Yeah. That would have gone through in the absence of, you know, people at our level paying attention to it. It, it would have taken place at a branch, a regional level. The transaction would have yeah. gone in, and you'd be stuck holding the bag on the credit and. Yeah. Which,
0: which, bad. my guess is the reason this guy wasn't available for other phone calls is because he was talking to ten other people yeah. at the same time, and he just wasn't able to juggle it all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then, and probably he probably used our uh, our, our uh, service order to, to appease others. Right. Well, yeah. this is what he was providing right. service. The to warehouse
0: them. is where they were then getting it to go sell those things yeah. to, uh, uh, you know, on eBay or however however you dispose of mark of devices yeah. in the secondary market. Um, probably have a pretty good little business, is what it seems like. Yeah. And I these are all over the place. I
2: have suspicion the reason they want us on-site to config and not to do remote config is because when you do remote config, oftentimes you use like a, a dynamic enrollment, which binds that device right. to the institution. Mm-hmm. And so if it's ever used outside of the institution, you have control and you can lock that it That way down. you set it on up. So this this way it shows yeah. up unconfigured, ready to go, and it could be anybody. So yeah, right. And I would so. imagine if
0: we said, well, we're happy to ship and we're going to go ahead and pre-config, yeah. they would have said no. Right. Yeah. There would have been something. For, for obvious reason.
2: reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so I doubt it's their so first rodeo. I don't think and so. These guys seem to be pros, and I, my guess is
0: that they probably learned. They've probably done, they're probably sitting somewhere having after actions for the ones that don't work, thinking, "What's missing? Where, where are the yeah. holes in our process?"
2: Well, they're clearly they're clearly uh, familiar with each kind of type of operations that, that they, some, they they somebody they there has worked, worked our side and their somebody side. has worked in, in
0: the VAR space or yeah. in the MSP space yeah. for sure yeah. to and be able to pull they, that off.
1: The way they pull, pull in. The MSP piece of it is actually brilliant too. Clever. Yeah. It's like okay, you know, we're not going to go after these big heavy hitters where there might be some credit checks or something. We're going to go get some people that would like really identify with yeah. wanting this kind yeah. of management opportunity. Yeah, because my guess, my
0: guess is the Cisco piece came because they looked at our website and it and Cisco is one of our partners. Yeah,
2: and it's a it's a. Established name. Yeah. I don't
0: know that, but I'm I'm just guessing. You can
2: find us on cisco's website, and it does mention something about us being a service provider. You so, know what? They may go
1: out there and that may that may be that may be exactly the, that may their prospect them. list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that may have Let's been see. the truth. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. that's we a good
0: call, point.
2: The difference is we call every one of them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's, that's right. right. You're all crazy. in the yeah. you're all in the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for well, sure. It, it definitely plays to a sales rep's intent to try to sell something. And you know, it, it came That's, off. That part's brilliant, yeah, I think. Yeah, it came off very polished. And, you know, for the most part, if you weren't paying attention, if you weren't suspicious whatsoever, all of that stuff would have passed the sniff test, yeah. every single one of their interactions. But
1: back to that sales piece, too. Thinking about that is when I would go back, like when the spidey senses would go off, I didn't want them to.
2: Well, yeah, you, you know I I was like, I, yeah. want,
1: I want, this to be. This sure. is a great use case. It's a great story. Somebody came through our web form. Kudos to marketing for doing the things that they're doing yeah. to get us recognized. Like I wanted the whole. You story. wanted it to be real, yeah, for sure. So I, I kept. So it was there, but it just, you know, there was a time I, I think I told you, Cameron, a couple days before, the PO came through. That's when I really was like, yeah,
2: you you called it, man. You're like, man, this, something's this just not right. I don't know what it is. Like, you, I you, want sir, it to you be. said, you said, take do me a favor, take a look at this. I'm not even going to tell you anything. Yeah, about it. yeah, just tell me if you think anything looks out of sorts, just yeah. to kind of get a you know objective kind
1: of. Like, and when the warehouse change happened, it was like that's that's okay. when I said yeah, I don't.
2: Yeah. Eh, I don't know about that. That's a weird one. That's all. Like, you know, yeah. this little eleven. I give Josh credit too, man. Josh
1: was he was suspicious. Yeah, he was suspicious the whole time. Yeah, um, so but I think there's a lot of people. It would not have been, you know, and I think, I when, think you you rep- talk, when you talk it. about a bigger organization, I think the our biggest protection. And we don't have a real aggressive,
0: we don't have a real aggressive sales culture. We don't have a big sales yeah, force, like exactly. full, co- full commission guys or what, you know, people out guys really, right. I mean, we yeah. don't, that, that's not kind that's of, what I'm saying. I mean, we it want to get a sale was, too, yeah. but absolutely. Yeah. It would have right through. a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know scary, but people work hard to, you know, to defraud others. Like, I mean, they go out of their way. I mean, these guys put in
0: some time and effort on this. It yeah. was not, um, you know, this was not a fly by night. You know, just some guy decided, hey, I think I'll call somebody and see if they'll send yeah. me some computers.
2: I mean, I mean, I don't know if you want to open this up to other confer- other things we've seen as of late, but I mean, we have seen more oh, on behalf of or by proxy for our clients. We've seen more ransomware, fraud, uh, phishing. Like, we had mm-hmm. a client recently. Uh, you know, Organization was compromised to elevate a privilege access, yep. uh, you know, phishing attempt. They got in, they established their own uh, Emails essentially and uh, spoofed the CFO sent out new payment wiring instructions to receive payments Now you think about you know, Ultimately, I think they, that all got caught. We figured it out sort of was very really quick, you know when, when, whenever, But it was close. It was, it was really close. very close yeah. So imagine the precarious situation you're in with your clients at that point the clients paid the bill and you, you just didn't get oh, yeah. the money because you, someone masquerading as you, told them where to send it. Right. So what do you do? You write that off because I mean, I know I'm not going to go back to my customer and be like, "Sorry, you sent it to the wrong place, but you still owe me money." Right. That's a weird situation. And yeah. Cyber liability is not going to cover something like that. Yeah. So. That's uh, Yeah, it's a it's a bad situation, but you know, I I don't think anybody can be too careful right now. And again, it's another one that was,
0: as far as the tech went. Now, if they'd had MFA. That probably would have been yeah, avoided. They, not, they could have they, missed it, but it, even so, it was a phishing email, and then some configurations inside uh,
2: yeah. inside an admin tool. Yeah, so it ed- wasn't it wasn't real complicated. I'm a big believer. Education and MFA will take care of about ninety percent of those types yeah, of Yeah, sure. and th- that's just and then if you've got privilege sense.
0: access management, it takes it yeah, to uh, probably about ninety. Plus. Yeah, exactly. I, I think
1: yeah. uh, Scott Augenbaum. Former FBI, you know, now security speaker, book writer. All I mean, he five even five years ago, six years ago maybe, he was. He, his three staples were two factor authentication, backup, not even necessarily backup restore at that point, but backup for sure. It's somewhere to go. Restore to go. is kind of a cherry on top, and then end user training. Yeah. Make sure your people. Aren't clicking on links, aren't opening things
0: they which should not right? which is many ways outside of if you don't if you leave off privilege access management, that is zero trust yeah. in terms of a posture. That's yeah. correct. Because the the reason backup matters is because you assume you're going to get breached. Yeah. Right. True. You wouldn't need you back. You wouldn't yeah, yeah. need backup in yeah. the sense of what we're talking about if you weren't worried about if you didn't really think you're going to get breached. You got to
1: operate like you're getting breached.
0: Correct. Right. And so the point is, no matter what you do, these other things are not they're not bulletproof. Yeah. So if and when something does happen, you yeah. want to be able to go ro- roll back, particularly in a ransomware situation, where hopefully you can roll back behind it, restore and not have to pay the ransom because yeah. you only lose a little bit of data, yeah. right? Because that's, that's really where, I mean, that's where ransomware has been so, that's why it's been so successful.
2: And it's not the big guys. I'd argue if anybody in this, you know is if anybody's listening to this podcast, I sure as a at one person is. And thank wow. you. Yeah, thank, thank you if you are, thank send you. us a Thank note. you, uh, you know, whomever yeah. you are, sole Listener. person. Um, but this was for you. Uh, in fact, the first person that
0: sends us an email will send you some special bourbon yeah. glasses. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, so some, it's it's 3.30 Central Time on May 11th. So if someone sends us a, an email saying, I heard you, I'm not listening. Yeah, you'll, too, you'll get two uh, Cut the Shit branded bourbon glasses. Very nice. Um, and we'd be happy to send them to you. How you have to send a, us how how your address too. In okay. fact, if you're Go the asshole us. who tried All to right. steal money from us, why don't you send us an hey, email, hi. and we'll send you a couple of bourbon glasses at that shitty warehouse
2: that you want
1: us to send <laughs> us computers awesome. to. Along with the boxes we wanted to send. Yeah, you. yeah we, we, got something to else. You. we got Tell something else to put in there we for you. We got a whole lot more for you.
2: <laughs> so, uh, I was going to say, but the people we've seen being compromised are small shops. It's not like you have yeah. to be a big shop to be targeted. It's about getting in and getting out. We're finally starting to see them run the, you know. They'll pick an industry and a geography yeah. and they'll just start running through well, and they kinda of know how to speak the speech. They're
0: small, but I think I think the honey the honey hole, based on my conversation with the cybersecurity guys, mm-hmm. are mid sized companies. Too big to be small, too small to be big. Yep. Who are have been around a while, so they've got legacy systems. That's, they got file shares. They got a lot of they got a lot of information. They got a lot of access to various systems, usually multiple locations. So target got, marketing and Did a good job and if they get in there and get ransomware installed they literally I mean they are holding people yep. hostage totally. in a big a way partner. and it's mm-hmm. expensive <laughs> I mean it's what, what these people are having to pay is no joke right yeah, I mean, yeah. many of them are many of them are, are it's existential they may they if you look at the numbers of post ransomware the number that end up going out of business is shockingly high like it's over 50% yeah, uh, and I think I think the bigger companies are th- these bigger mid-sized companies are surviving it but literally it is these are large privates or <clears throat> you know debt financed and they are i mean this is this is bad bad news yeah. from i mean we're talking about email right i mean this this is that's the true man i mean it's it's basic again i'm not trying to say that there aren't really complex really clever interesting you know again the russian in the basement or whatever you know people hacking in and doing stuff Why do that? I mean, when I ask our guys about it, they're like, "Why would you go to that trouble? All you got to do is send emails to people, and someone will give you the credentials." Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's the low. You know, water goes to the lowest point. This is a perfect example of that, right? And so, the best bet is to try not to be the lowest point.
1: Agreed.
0: Well, I think uh, I think we've kind of we've covered the ground. We still want this guy to maybe he'll reach out to us again, so we can. uh, so we can send him that special gift we have in mind, and I don't mean the uh, the bourbon glasses. I would give
2: everybody his phone number. We know how to get a hold of him. <laughs> oh my goodness, we do. Yeah, we can
0: publish that on the website. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We totally good. We'll yeah. put that in the show. We notes. don't know what his
1: name is. Yeah, we don't but... really
0: know what his name is. But if you call that guy and he answers, telling the boys in Brentwood said hello. The fact so... that
1: his name was portrayed as Michael didn't really jive either. At the end of he didn't the day. sound like a Michael. He Didn't then. sound like a Michael. And the Michael, the real Michael, sounded like a Michael. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah so, well, sometimes yeah, you sh- be be on your toes. I'm surprised those guys, honestly, did they didn't respond
1: more to like they, they didn't want more information from us about how this had happened. As like if someone, they, like if someone masquerading
2: as Brian Law, yeah,
1: I'd be mean like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to,
0: time? yeah. You got time, you got time for a call? Yeah. yeah.
1: He just kept it in the bud. like, wasn't us? And we didn't place the order, and well, this has happened before? See you
0: later. Maybe this is the fourth time, and he's tired of yeah. doing it. Could be. You know, it could be. Because, I mean, what's he going to do? There's literally nothing he yeah. can do.
2: You'd be putting on a space diaper driving across the country to whip his <laughs> ass, right? I'd be ready to fight some
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that, that note, yeah. we'll sign off. Thank <laughs> you guys for joining. Have a great day. I got a... Uh...
2: Click on. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's yeah, all day, every
0: day. I every wish you day. told me that. I've been like, in
2: case oh, you are wondering. Yeah. Right yeah. now. I going yeah. to
1: reply back and say, like, I'm only trying to lose 27, so we lost. Oh, Idiot. Seven.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you were enjoying the podcast, we'd appreciate it if you would become a subscriber wherever you get your podcasts. And if you could rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that would really help us out. Or you can just go old school and tell your friends, your family, your colleagues, and hell, anybody else who you think might want to hear something like this to listen in. If you're on social media, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at cuttheshit underscore pod. We are also on TikTok, at cuttheshitpod, all one word, where we post lots of clips from the podcast. And last but not least, you can also watch the YouTube version of the show on our YouTube channel, at Plow Networks. Until next time,